0: Hey everybody, I'm Austin Stout, and I'm Patrick Crowley, and this is the longest card, your place for all of your now 3-0 Stanford football hot takes and content. How's it going, Patty?
1: It's, it's going well. It's a beautiful Thursday evening here in the San Francisco Bay Area, um, looking out at a sunset, and things are, things are looking up. How are things That's... with you, Austin?
0: uh it's going well I'm trying to move to the Bay Area now so then Patty and I will be in same time zones
1: we could we could even record at, at the same place what a what a novel concept this what a for those novel of you concept you who don't know yeah <laughs> for we could have the
0: longest card meetups
1: oh <laughs> uh, fun times all right so let's let's kick it off with a little dissection of last week's I don't know, kind of a slog of a victory over UC Davis.
0: It was kind of sleepwalky. I feel like all of Week Three was kind of sleepwalky. From, but but let's focus on Stanford. I had the hardest time watching this game because my parents do not get Pac-12 Network. But let's break it down. You want to kind of sum it up, Patrick?
1: Yeah. So I was I was there in person for most of the game, and it was not. The, the most exciting game of football I've ever witnessed in my entire life. But um, mm-hmm. start off, first quarter, we really just can't get anything going. We're not doing anything right. Um, KJ ended up throwing a couple picks in the game. We just had some careless mistakes on offense. It looked like our heads really weren't there. We picked things mm-hmm. up a little bit in the second quarter, scored some points, um, third quarter. I mean, the, the the story of the game is that we were the more talented team, and our defense, I think, played all right but we just never really showed flashes. Like we ended up kicking, I think it was three field goals. Um, We were in the red zone multiple times, didn't really finish off drives. And so it was just kind of a go through the motions sort of week. And we're lucky that we were able to go through the motions against UC Davis and not try to do this against a better team that really had the talent to make us pay for it.
0: Right. Something to mention is that we didn't have Bryce Love. We didn't have two of our starting uh offensive linemen and
1: I mean that's... yeah, but we're still we're still playing against the FCS team. Right. You know?
0: Um so yeah, we definitely would have liked to see a slogging. Uh looking at the box score, it seemed like we moved the ball okay. There was some 350 yards of offense. KJ went 17 for 30, 214 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Those interceptions came early. Right. Um. Trevor Spates had 11 carries for 87 yards. Cameron Scarlett had nine carries for 30. Maddox is someone we hadn't seen play before. Got eight carries for 24 yards.
1: It was really running back by committee.
0: Right. Which is... I think it's something that um I don't know once Bryce Love leaves, I think it's that's going to be something we see more of. Stanford has had some star running back for it seems like forever now, and I don't know, I'm not looking to the forward to the day that Bryce leaves just because
1: yeah the only the only year in recent memory where we haven't had a star running back, I think was uh Christian McCaffrey's yep. freshman year. It was in between. So it was before he really took off and really took the nation by storm. And it was after, I want to say, um, Tyler Gaffney graduated. And before that, was Stefan Taylor. Before that, Toby Gearhart. So we've really been stocked at the running back position for cl- close on a decade what do you think at of this point.
0: Connor Weddington moving into that running back position. Do you think that could be an option?
1: I. That's that's something we were teasing a bit last year and thinking about the possibility. Or I mean, it, it doesn't even have to be a running right. back. You know, it can he can get a couple carries in like a Ty Montgomery esque like sort of position yeah. um, that Ty had a, had a four years ago. Yeah, where you you're receiving, you're mm-hmm. returning kicks and punts, and then you also get some occasional carries in at running back to to mix it up as a bit of a change of pace. Mm. I, l- I like that as a good option. I think um, Cameron Scarlett's still mm. a very solid short yardage goal line running back and i think that he's going to continue mm-hmm. to develop um and I'd, I'd like to see what some of these other kids we have on the roster right. can do um Spates played pretty well i think against uc davis um he's looked pretty solid in some of the reps mm-hmm. he's gotten this season and same as last Still's season been so i solid, think that he uh, can continue to expand too,
0: which is always good to see in your backs yeah yeah exactly um let's take a yeah. look at our defensive performance against uc davis Uh, we held them to 10 points, although they, they had some 50 yards rushing on 2.1 yards per carry, which is good to see the O-line stand up, especially against lower competition, but it seemed like our defense or our defensive backs couldn't really cover him. Um, part of it may have been on 56 attempts. Uh, UC Davis went 28 for 56 for 258, which is just kind of. I don't know. We gave we gave yards up. Yeah, it's it's a it's a bit tough
1: because um, I think that since UC Davis got down early and and towards the end of the game, I think they were really throwing the ball a lot. So it's we were in a position where we had to defend against a lot of five man sets and a, a pure passing thing. So it, it's it's tough to look at the the stats that way a little bit. I think because we ended up we, we played right. all right. We didn't play incredibly, but they really passed the ball. I mean, you said 56 attempts. That's a, mm-hmm. that's a ton of passing attempts to have to cover. Um, yeah.
0: But, yeah, we kind of slept through that one. It's good that we did that against uh, lesser competition. Maybe it's a bit of a look-ahead spot, getting ready for these next couple weeks of uh, at Oregon and at Notre Dame. Um, we're really getting into the teeth of our schedule, Patty. Yeah.
1: this This stretch here where we go... Oregon, Notre Dame, Utah, Arizona State is not going to be an easy one. These are all Mm. solid, gritty teams. Um, Utah played fairly well, I think, against Washington this past weekend. Uh Arizona State's also looked quite solid, um, much to my surprise, under Herm Edwards' leadership. And then, uh, (laughs) I mean, Notre Dame, top 10 program, really, really talented on both sides of the ball. It's always a, a battle win when we play them, so I'm really excited to see that matchup. And, um, of course, the 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 matchup of probably, probably the best Pac-12 rivalry of the past, I don't know, eight years?
0: Decade or so? I, or the, like, ba- yeah. maybe,
1: maybe stanford USC is a little bit better, but definitely best Pac-12-North rivalry because Washington kind of came out of the blue a couple years ago. But Stanford-Oregon mm-hmm. has had some great moments, some very, very high highs, and some deep, lows uh and yeah i'm excited for this next installment i think we had a couple talented teams who were really gonna go at it
0: right right so over the i think from like 2010 to 2013 or so alternating those games the game that or the team that was most likely to make the national championship game that year would always lose to the other just kind of throwing a wrench into the the hopes and dreams of each of the Oregon and Stanford fan bases. Speaking of hopes and dreams, let's look ahead to this next week and hope Stanford goes 4-0. Patty, what do you think we'll see from Oregon this week?
1: Man, so some some interesting points I've seen from, from doing a little bit of research into this Ducks team. Um, their coach, I think his name is like Mario Cristobal, first-year coach.
0: Mario Cristobal.
1: And he is trying to build a sort of Stanford-esque program and that Oregon's been known in the past for sort of shiftiness, being elusive, running a spread offense and speed. He's more mm-hmm. of a, we're going to build our he's front kind of seven. Yeah, he's guy. a power guy. Yeah. Um, and, and that's going to be really interesting to see how they match up against David Shaw and Stanford football, which is like that power eye sort of team. We're going to just Hound you with body blows until, like, eventually we break one for a touchdown. So, I, th- I think this is going to be an interesting matchup from that standpoint to see if Oregon really stands yeah. up as sort of a rough and tumble, we're going to go right at you, punch you in the nose sort of team. Um, so, I'm curious just to see physically how they match up with our offensive line because I've heard a lot about this front seven of Oregon. Well, people have been talking, yeah. there, there's been a lot of chatter about um, how they're going to shut down the running game. Um, so, I'm curious mm-hmm. to see how our offensive line does against probably the their biggest challenge of the season so far um i, I know san diego state had a pretty good front seven and so does usc but i think this oregon front seven is pretty talented yeah um then and then the other thing is how is oregon going to come are they are they going to come ready to play are they going to come out the gate are they ready for for this kind of talent across the board that i think the stanford team has because um, so far in their schedule they played what like san jose state portland state Bowling and i don't know one and yeah and one other and uh, temple or whatever or like some other chump team. Mm-hmm. So they've played that their out of conference schedule is really really weak. They haven't even played a legitimate Pac-12 team. So they're kicking off. So either they're going to come out and they're going to be really flat and not really sh- not be able to match the intensity or they're going to come out firing cuz they're a little bit well rested. So I'm I'm curious to see which Oregon team we end up facing. And it's a- also worthwhile noting that we're in Autzen Stadium, which is probably the most difficult place to play on the West coast. Um, you're, up there. The, the fans are just right on you on the field. It's really loud, really passionate. This is one of the better Oregon teams. I think we've seen over the past three or four years. Mm-hmm. So I know that the Oregon faithful are going to be out there. Um, and I think it'll be a really interesting game. It's going to be a good test of our willpower to see if we can fight for a full 60 minutes of football and really keep up with this at, athletic and, and trying to be physical Oregon offense and defense.
0: Yeah. It should be a really good game to touch on your notes about mario Cristobal, like patty mentioned he's a first year coach uh first year head coach at oregon in 2017 he was the offensive coordinator and o-line coach and from before that 2013 to 2016 he was at the nick saban school for coaches that can't coach good and from 2007 to 2012 he was at Florida International University. So, he's definitely been building up his resume. He's come from success. He's,
1: I mean, it. When I I think Oregon, I think like De'Anthony Thomas, you know, just pure blazing speed. Marcus Mariota, just these really, really athletic guys who play um, fun football to watch. I mean, they've they've been one of the more interesting teams to watch. I think over the past five or seven years. Absolutely. And that being said, they have. Their own version of Marcus Mariota and Justin Herbert, Herbert. and this kid is the real deal. He's a, a, a legit Heisman contender quarterback. He's got talent up the wazoo. <laughs> no pun intended <laughs> about Washington State. Um, and and he's really I he's a fun player to watch. It's going to be a big test for our defense to see if we can contain this kid. Um, I and historically Stanford has struggled with against teams that have mobile really mobile running yeah. quarterbacks. And, of course, Oregon always has mobile running quarterbacks. So I, I'm going to be curious to see how our defensive front does this year against uh, right. such a dynamic player um, just taking
0: snaps. Right, I agree. It'll be interesting seeing us against Herbert and then against Notre Dame the next week. Uh, Brandon Wimbush is also a mobile quarterback that has a bit of the talent. So yeah. this is, like we said, this is really the test of our schedule. This is where we see if the Stanford team has the grit and the I don't know, the offense really to succeed because what have what we've seen from our defense so far has been pretty damn good. Um yeah, absolutely. Let's look at the Stanford side of the ball going into this game. Um we'll get four out of our five uh presumed own linemen back, Jesse, Burkett Jesse will be Burkett's Jesse back. Burkett's back. Yeah. And Walker Little, I think, or is he the injured one?
1: Um one of Foster and Walker I think are gonna end up playing. Which is really I think good Walker news. And, back. Foster out. I mean, most importantly, I think Bryce Love's going to play this game. If if Bryce is playing and he's healthy, he's just such a he's dynamic just, weapon, and we really haven't seen him really hit his stride like, yet this season. He's just
0: a threat on every single. Player. And so I think
1: this organ game. Yeah, and he's been. And and I, I and I, I saw a quote from David Shaw that was like, Yeah, so the teams we've been playing so far this year have been putting one more defender in the box than we can block but I'm being stubborn and I'm still running the football because I know like Bryce can break free. So I'm hoping that we'll mix up the play calling a little bit and if they really do jam nine, eight guys into the box or whatever, um, we'll let KJ throw it yeah. a little bit. We'll, we'll let him air it out. We'll use some of these ridiculously talented wide receivers we have and then that's going to create space for Bryce Love. I'd also love to see bryce love maybe go out of the backfield on a wheel route or they're just just get him matched up with somebody there's, no, yeah. there's nobody who can stand like who can keep mm. up with him in a straight line um and so get him some more touches that way i think that'd be really I totally good totally agree but yeah so i mean uh, you you mentioned so the the way our schedule is set up this year uh we started with three home games that aren't really even home games because none of the students are in the section so it was three sort of empty stadium home games, and now we're going straight into Autzen Stadium, like a (laughs) full-on enemy environment, college football game day, the spotlights on this team, we're ranked number seven in the Mm -hmm. nation right now, and so there's a lot of pressure on these guys, we haven't had uh, a game this hyped up for a little bit of time now, where we're really coming in as the favorites, we've... We've been the underdog for our last few big matchups. So I'm curious to see how we respond to, to being the people who everybody expects to win this one um, and, and how we respond to going on our first road test of the season mm-hmm. um, and, and then following that up the next week, taking a trip to South Bend in Indiana, which is also an equally not fun place to
0: play. Uh, I've been to South Bend, Indiana, Patrick. The South, like Notre Dame, is a, is a place, it's one of those cathedrals of college football. However, the Notre Dame fan base is not the get on your feet, yell at the crowd. Like they're not that loud.
1: i, I, more, admit, I more, i more, i Like South Bend's just like a pain in the neck to get to, and <laughs> that's, that's it's kind of it kind of sucks. Yeah,
0: my parents were talking about going to that game. <laughs> the
1: you yeah. should do it. My little brother is going to be there. It's going with the rugby team. To
0: South Bend, that's should
1: awesome. Be a, should be a. Yeah, they're so they're playing the Notre Dame rugby mm-hmm. team the Friday before or this the Sunday after. I don't know. They're playing them one time, um, but it should be pretty wild. Um, focusing
0: back in on Oregon. Uh, you mentioned or er, David Shaw being more conservative with the play calling uh, and being stubborn. Shocker! Right? I, I, I know. Shocker. I know it's going to take everybody <laughs> by surprise. <laughs> um, what I want to see is, um, like. David Shaw is stubborn with the play calling. I want to see us dominate the run game as much as anyone else does. But I also want to see... Number one, we got to get rid of this quick pitch. It doesn't work. (laughs) Everyone is... For those of you that may not know what I'm talking about, David Shaw has been busting it out like, I don't know, maybe five times a game where uh, KJ will line up under center and we'll have five linemen and two tight ends and no... Two, maybe three tight ends, and no... uh, There's a
1: fullback, too, I think.
0: No fullback, no Uh, no fullback, because the pitch has got to get to Love Clear. And I don't know if it's a... It looks like zone blocking or something, and they just... There's no cutback lane, and every defense just knows what this play is, and I'm waiting for, I don't know, some wrinkle to make the defense just realize, oh, this is a... like a fake pitch or something to see kj roll out and hit jj like <laughs> fading or something do you remember
1: that andrew luck play uh five or six years ago where they faked the power it was like at the goal line so they ran a little fake power play and then he just hid the ball kept it off a bootleg, and walked into the end zone because everybody was right. biting so hard yeah, we'd, I'd, just... I'd love some i'd love some wrinkles like that like if since we're so predictable, like, mm-hmm. first and second down to start the game. I, I mean, I could script out our first five <laughs> play calls. It's going to be, like, some various forms of, like, Bryce Love, handoff, right, left. Um, and, and that you sort don't of have thing. to
0: take that play out of your that, lineup. I, but so far, it hasn't worked. We need to see something come out of that set that just—that makes the defense stop, that burns them a little bit. We need to see KJ being able to, like, I don't know, kill a play at the line when he sees that there's 11 people in the box—
1: yeah, I mean a- another thing I'd like to see is where we start in what looks like a a heavy set, and then we split guys out mm-hmm. wide. Since we have such athletic tight ends, you know, like Caden Smith, he's can beat most corners one on one. That we we start in and it's like, oh, it looks like they have a heavier set, and then switch to like a shotgun play and get good matchups <laughs> with our wide receivers and tight ends, and and mix things up. You know, like mm-hmm. just like just like switch it up a little bit, give them some different looks, and
0: like a four tight end set. And then that, I think like, that'll be spread. Uh, it'll, it'll be tough.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've, we've done that in years past, and that's been. And you're like, wait, what? How did how did that happen? They're in like 22 personnel. They have two full back. They have like a full back or running back and like two tight ends. And then all of a sudden, you're like passing to Zach Ertz for a 60 yards. Pass play out of the ogre. Um. Yeah. So things like that. Things like that are good. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I, I do think this Oregon team has a lot mm-hmm. of talent, um, and there are some question marks. I mean, the 35-22 win against San Jose State is. It's far from convincing. Um,
0: right. I think they were really just sleepwalking through that game, kind of like we were this past week.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I, I understand that. But um, I think they have a lot of talent. I'm, I'm not sure. And I, 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 I guess I wanna, what I want to say is I don't think they've been tested yet. So when we put them under some pressure, it's going to be interesting to see how they respond.
0: I agree. It should be a great game. I'm super excited for it. That's at 5 p.m. Pacific time. That's the, uh, the college game day slot. So Kirk Herbstreit and who's the other dude? Lee
1: Corso. Because Lee Corso always puts his little hat on. That's like the college football game day thing.
0: I want to see Corso put a tree costume on.
1: He's gonna pick the ducks. i I know Corso. He's,
0: no, he's definitely gonna pick. I think he just likes the duck costume.
1: yeah, I don't know. I mean the the duck costume like looks fine. It's not I don't know, it's it's nothing terribly impressive in my in my opinion, but
0: but you're right. he just he just likes the ducks. yeah. Um, do you have a prediction for the score for us, Patrick?
1: Yeah, I, I think this is gonna be a close one. Um, so last week, what did I say? I said 45 to 10 That was 30 to 10. So I got the UC Davis scoreline, right? (laughs) It was closer than, it was closer than the first week. Um, I was wildly off that 17 to three was just a bizarre scoreline. All right. So let's see, what do I think is going to happen? Um, I think we score the card scores 31. I think Oregon scores 27.
0: Okay, um, I'm of a similar mind. I also have Stanford by four, but i'm gonna go twenty eight twenty four um as much as we know that Stanford has such a there's so much to do on offense that Stanford can do. it just seems like it hasn't all come together yet. I think we see yeah. a little bit more of that to get the win, but it's not gonna be it's not gonna be all there quite yet. I feel like this team has the potential to drop forty five on just about anybody but uh, where it's just not going to come together quite yet. JJ yeah. has another big game, over 100 yards receiving, probably. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, hope,
1: I hope Bryce Love has a breakout game. Hope so, too. There are just so many weapons on this team that I think we're going we're gonna to figure it out. And the other thing is we've been missing our center, Jesse Burkett, who kind of anchors the offensive line. So I'm hoping that mm-hmm. with him back, that'll really help our run game. Because so we really do have a quite talented with offensive and line. The and with the, yeah. with the senior leader back in place, I think that's going to do a lot of good for us.
0: I agree. All right,
1: are we let's, are we bouncing around the Pac-12 now?
0: Yeah, let's back bounce around the Pac-12 now. I'm gonna read out the score lines from last Saturday, and you just stop me if you think of something. All right? Sounds good. All right, so like we said, Stanford beat uh, UC Davis thirty to ten. Colorado put up forty-five or beat University of New Hampshire forty-five to fourteen. Colorado's nice. gonna contend for the Pac-12 South, just cause. Who knows what's going on down there?
1: The South is a mess. Yeah, the South it's is a, a mess. <laughs> all, all we know is that UCLA is not going to contend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Oregon sleptwalk through San Jose State, thirty-five to twenty-two. Cal three 0 Cal. Beat Idaho State, forty-five to twenty-three. By the wow. transitive property, Patrick. Wow. Um, Kyle is better than Wisconsin. <laughs> uh,
1: so is BYU. Apparently, so is
0: BYU. Yeah. Um, moving on. Oregon State lost to Nevada, thirty-five to thirty-seven. Tucklof looked look for Oregon State. Happens. Happens. <laughs> um, I don't think
1: Oregon State's terribly good this year. Maybe Nevada never. is.
0: But they're putting, up, they're putting up a lot more points than they were last year. And for that, way to go, Oregon State. Give them a pat on the back. Um, moving on. I got this one wrong. Washington State beat Eastern Washington University 59-24. to Sorry to all of our Wazoo fans out there. I'm sleeping on you guys. I <laughs> see the light now. I'll never doubt the pirate coach, Mike Leach. <laughs> oh, no, you,
1: should, you oh. <laughs> should doubt him again. But the you were calling a hot upset. You were, there there, there, were, there were, there were no bars. Or there, I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but it was.
0: I didn't even blink. That was a, I was a, tip, it was man. bold. And
1: <laughs> in hindsight, it, it might've been a little bit off, but I, I think the heart was in the right place. Um, But yeah, it looks like this air raid offense is, is back in session. Um, it's, it's still it's, working. It's still winning games. Leech has been doing it for a while. I love it. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, USC looked bad against Texas 14 to 37. Yeah,
1: that was a tough loss for SC. And if you're the SC faithful, it's it's a bit concerning right now. They're 1 and 2 through their first three games, and they have not looked terribly competent on offense for all three right.
0: of them. They're they're struggling to score Points, except against UNLV, but I don't think that's particularly hard. I mean, even then, right? they still they don't still look, look sloppy. Um, So I think there's two parts to this. I think that you've got a true freshman going into a fierce road environment that is not Stanford before uh, the students get there and just gets overwhelmed by the Texas defense and the, I don't know, the pressure and stuff of, what is playing at Austin? Um, yeah, and then I think that Clay Helton is not that good of a coach.
1: Ooh, interesting. He, here's this—he's a player's this. coach. You just remember, keep that people, in mind. People
0: love him, but he's—he's he's Jim McElwain at Florida. Mm.
1: Is he—is he worse than Sark? Though
0: I don't know if he's worse than Sark. I think that uh, Sam Darnold. <laughs> Covered up a lot of his uh, inadequacies. inadequacies. Um, yeah. I think that...
1: And, and just just in general, USC's ridiculous talent level. Right, kind of it's
0: just kind of being wasted. Covers it up, but, yeah. So it's similar to Florida under the first two years of Jim McElwain. They won two uh, SEC East they titles. They've won two Pac-12 titles under Clay Helton. Pack twelve south. Pack twelve south and yeah, pack twelve. They didn't win the pack 12, twelve last year. Oh, yeah. they did. Yeah, I guess. And so they've been pretty, like they've been pretty good, just like kind of riding the star quality that they've had. I don't want to say Clay out. Clay Helton's out this year. He's definitely going to be on the hot seat.
1: Yeah, if they can... I mean, there's still a complete way for them to win the Pac-12. If they win the Pac-12 again, then I think it would be fine. Even if they win the Pac-12 South, maybe. But that's going to require them getting better quickly. Because this Texas team is not very I'm gonna good. I'm going
0: to pull up the USC They're, schedule really quick.
1: Um, and I mean, We're talking about a Texas team that lost to Maryland and has not looked very solid this whole year. Right. And so,
0: Okay, let me see... USC football schedule uh all right so they have one win do you think you think they're going to be bowl eligible this year patrick let's go through it this weekend they play washington state
1: yeah that's 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 a win that's
0: a win all right and then we go arizona win.
1: win yeah khalil tate unless he can have some magical performance
0: three and two usc colorado
1: I think they lose one know. of I think they use lose one of those three that Washington State, Colorado, Colorado and Arizona. I think they drop one of those. Okay. so they're they're at five hundred. Um, so they're at three and three through the first half of their season.
0: And then they go Utah. I don't think USC wins that the way they're playing. Arizona State. Yeah, maybe not. That's that's a coin flip. Oregon State, they should probably win.
1: They'll beat Oregon State. They'll beat UCLA.
0: They should, they'll definitely beat UCI, UCLA. That leaves Cal and Notre Dame. I don't think they beat Notre Dame.
1: Yeah, they don't beat Notre Dame.
0: And so that means they need to beat Cal to be bowl eligible. Interesting. Yeah. So, we'll see. And this is You're the looking, team that came looking,
1: in super hyped up to this year.
0: Right. Looking hairy for our um, frenemies down in down at socal yeah uh moving right along washington beat utah 21 to 7 there wasn't a lot going on this game washington was just a better team and kind of dominated the trenches but didn't really break out i thought
1: yeah washington got a good win that's a it's a tough utah mm-hmm. team physical they play hard and I i've been impressed so far how washington has matched up against both auburn and utah teams that have big physical guys up front trying to manhandle you. I think Washington's yep. stood their ground in both of those matches, which does not bode well for our matchup against them because they are solid. Nope.
0: No, it does not. Um, and then our friends, the Arizona State Herm Edwards, is <laughs> lost 21-18 to 18 to San Diego State. Or 21-28 to 28 to San Diego State.
1: Yeah, this one's a bit perplexing. I I think they just <laughs> spent all their emotional energy the week before. Yep. And credit to San Diego. A, credit to San Diego State too. San Diego State's San a Diego gritty State's team. A
0: col- yeah, a solid yeah. team. Um. Kawhi Leonard's all yeah, we'll the It'll be fun to keep watching what Herm Edwards does at Arizona State. Moving along, Fresno yeah, I'm ex- State. I'm excited
1: fun. for that matchup. Yeah. The, the Stanford Arizona yeah. State one in a couple weeks.
0: It should be. It should be exciting. Uh, moving right along, Fresno State beat UCLA thirty-eight to
1: fourteen. That's just that. Yikes! There's nothing you can say. To- Fresno State is not in the top five teams in California, and they just beat down UCLA. Yeah. That's insane. That's. <sighs> I yeah I don't even still I don't even, still, I like, don't even Chip, Chip Kelly just signed a big contract no yeah for a massive amount of money and he has earned 0 dollars. There's no way this team should not be 2 and 1 or 3 and 0 oh at this point.
0: Chip Kelly has never done a rebuild like this. And so it'll be interesting like if he can't sell people on his program
1: I mean he got there it. though and he was like already signing big recruits and eh. I don't know. Right. Right. Word yeah, on the street is he's UCLA. lost the locker room already.
0: I mean, there was the 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 QB's dad was shooting off on Twitter, but I guess that's that happens. Uh, that's so what uh, happens with UCLA fathers, UC- like Lavar Ball. UCLA dads. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Arizona got their first win, sixty-two to thirty-one over Southern Utah University. Uh, it looks like. Khalil Tate was allowed to go and have fun on the field, and so they got their first win. Not a lot to say there.
1: Yeah, not a, not a terribly eventful. Again, Southern Utah University, not known as a giant slayer or a powerhouse by any stretch of the word.
0: No, but they have one more win than um UCLA does.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just feel bad for UCLA at this point. They've had a They've had a tough run. And then their, their savior, Chip Kelly, arrives. And then, uh-oh, maybe he doesn't have it anymore.
0: We'll see. Maybe not. All right. Le- looking around the rest of the country, um, I want to have a little uh, shout-out for Florida State versus Syracuse. It seems like Oregon lucked out losing Willie Taggart. <laughs> Yeah. because So, have you heard of the concept of the blue chip ratio? No. All right, so it's this thing that Bill Connolly, who invented the S&P+, Plus, the advanced metrics uh, for college football, that's um, the uh, the elite teams will have this blue chip ratio of five and four stars to three and whatever else. Mm-hmm. Um And so Stanford, and I forget what the ratio is, but like once you reach a certain threshold and there's some like 14 teams that have hit this threshold and they're the ones that are like true contenders, um, Florida State is one of those teams that have hit that blue chip ratio and they have one win over Samford (laughs) and they nearly got blanked by Syracuse.
1: That's a tough start to the season for the Seminole fans.
0: Tough start to the season. I bet we've got a couple of Oregon Ducks fans just laughing their heads off at their other first year coach, Willie Taggart, who decided to up and leave after a pretty decent season at Oregon.
1: Yes. Yeah, Is not doing so well. Not not looking so hot. They're happier with Mario Cristobal. Alright, shall um, we th- shall we look ahead?
0: Um, I just wanna lament my my beloved hawaii rainbow warriors who lost at army after playing at 6 a.m hawaii time i still think they're gonna win the uh the mountain th- west <laughs> it's they're so gonna funny. be Boise for the mountain west but <laughs> penny i'm ride or die
1: <laughs> wait what was that score
0: it was like what was the score of that game it was pretty close i think it was like 24
1: uh, 21 oh it's brutal yeah the Rainbow Warriors are, are not done yet. Don't count them out this season. Although a national championship birth the, the, the futures bet we placed on the Stanford-Hawaii <laughs> national championship game is not looking so hot right now after that loss to Army.
0: <laughs> yeah, national championship hopes dash, but I'm still, I'm still all in. I think they're a lot of fun. If you want to stay up and watch college football all day, watching Hawaiis how to do it. Um, oh yeah! Or, the other or thing if I in... wanted to bring up, oh, with regards to last week around the everywhere, uh, the just the pack, or the college football landscape. Maryland lost to Temple in a bad way, which means by the transitive property, Patrick, Villanova is better than USC.
1: There's like a legitimate case you could make for that,
0: though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's a fun time.
1: <laughs> it, is a, it is a fun time. Exciting things going on in the college football world, per usual. Per usual. And then up at the top, Bama and Clemson keep on rolling.
0: Bama's scary. Yeah. Um, the,
1: Tua, is, Tua is the real deal.
0: Yes. All right, let's look ahead to the Pac-12 uh, this week. Let's do it. Uh, Wazoo plays USC on Friday night. I think I gotta pick Wazoo on this one.
1: You're going Wazoo. I'm going really, Wazoo. I think USC. Had... I think USC turns it around. I think they have too much talent. They have some good senior leadership. I think they're gonna flip it around this game. I think they look. They really regroup this, game. this week, and they're gonna come back.
0: Right. I think they look better this game. I don't. They've had so much trouble scoring points.
1: Yeah, I and think just... some of their offensive line gets back to. Okay. Looks a little bit healthy on the o line, which will yeah. help.
0: Um, we disagree. We'll
1: see. It's gonna be a battle. That'll be fun.
0: All right, Arizona, Oregon State.
1: God, battle for the a... bottom. Let's go, Arizona, Ariz, Arizona. But just because Khalil Tate, not not because Arizona is like a a good Pac twelve team.
0: Um, I think that Oregon State has looked better than Arizona. I think Arizona's gonna win, just because. The pure athleticism Khalil of Khalil Tate, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Oregon State did.
1: Really, yeah. interesting. Austin coming in could, hot with I this one. I could see that do.
0: game going either close either way or blowout for. I'm not gonna say Oregon State could blow him out, <laughs> or or a blowout for Arizona. I I wanted to. It was almost there. I just ah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that that would be. I mean, it's possible, but.
0: I'm... Um, UCLA. Color Colorado. me
1: skeptical. Yeah,
0: it's got to be Colorado. It's gotta be Colorado. Uh, Colorado, Colorado.
1: UCLA has shown no ability on either side of the football so right. far this season.
0: Colorado sleeper for Pac-12 South. Yeah, I. Right. They're totally three and zero. The Pac-12 sure South is there's wide. There's is wide open. Wide open. Um. And then Arizona State, Washington. I think Washington rolls this one. It's a bit of a revenge spot because of uh, they they lost to Arizona State in the desert last year. Last year Arizona State has to go up to Washington for this one. I think Washington blows them right yeah. open, and the the firm for Herm train deflates a little bit.
1: Yeah, well, they're going to be two and two if they lose this one. So.
0: Which is, like, probably not... better than um, everyone's expectation for them at this point.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's still 500, so it's not... Yep. Nothing incredible. Yeah, I agree. I think that they're just going to have a touch ma- tough matchup. Uh, Washington has no real weaknesses um, that you can find. I mean, maybe, like, a, an inexperienced wide receiving core, but Arizona State just has a lot more holes on offense and defense they have to fill. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right, and that is our Pac-12 slate. Anything else you want to point out from? Are looking forward to in the college football world going into this next week? I'm just back. excited
1: that the the epicenter of college football is back on this Stanford Oregon matchup. Some Ace. of the the best college football games I've seen uh, have have been these two teams going at it.
0: I would agree. Sort of People...
1: a a battle of. In the past, that's been a battle of speed versus strength. Now, I think it's gonna be it's a little bit more of a, a good old fashioned dogfight.
0: Yeah, it should be it should be real exciting. Um, looking at my other love, the Michigan Wolverines, they play Nebraska this week, which will be it's a dream matchup from the nineties. But I'm hoping Michigan just kind of rolls them. Um, any spicy takes? To leave us with, Patrick?
1: Who does Notre Dame play this week?
0: Notre Dame plays... Notre Dame plays Wake Forest.
1: Mm. I was going to say, if they play anybody half-decent, I think they drop it. Because they've just been skating by. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think they'll beat Wake Forest.
0: Oh, I heard that the, uh, the backup is starting this week for Notre Dame, rather than Brandon Wimbush. Oh.
1: Maybe it's a perfect storm, then. Maybe the Demon know. Deacons from North Carolina. Yeah, I'd, I'd I'd watch out for Notre Dame. That could be. They've they've kept worse teams than Wake Forest in it with them with their starting quarterback. So, mm-hmm. this is not an ideal position if you're a Fighting Irish fan. Um, let's see any any hot takes coming in. Uh I think Bryce Love goes for two hundred yards and two touchdowns.
0: Ooh. I, I think he. I think get he's back on board with that.
1: He's um, he's healthy. He's excited. He's gonna he's gonna have a big day against this vaunted Oregon front seven, shutting down Portland State.
0: Uh, right I was off, playing with this earlier, but I don't know if I believe it. I wanted to say Clay Helton gets uh, left on the tarmac like um, Lane Kiffin at some point this season, but I don't know if I believe it. I'm going to save that one because I'm not I'm not all in on it. Um, uh, I'm going to say Ohio State barely survives Tulane and looks bad under Urban Meyer just because of all the off-the-field issues. Ooh. Interesting.
1: Have you seen any of Urban Meyer's press tour?
0: He's such been, a, he just needs to shut his mouth. It's like, it's laughable. It got did, it got picked up by the Wall Street Journal.
1: Did it really? Did Jason the, Gay write the, it?
0: Yeah, but he deleted all his texts and um and they're just like, Look, this is a laughable inve this was not an investigation. They just wanted to keep Urban yeah, Meyer. It's,
1: like, it's absurd.
0: So, I don't know. We've not we've not heard the end of the scandal.
1: They should have just fired him.
0: I'm going to say that and then
1: Yeah, I mean, I you wish. you you really see the priorities <laughs> at a certain point when you run this investigation, you find out that he knew obviously. And you're like, slap him with a <laughs> 3 week suspension and then everything's changed. I mean, it's this sort of stuff this is plagued Urban Meyer. He's always been a good football coach, but he's never dealt with any off the field issues. Like Florida, he kinda he's, left yeah, in like a storm just, at the middle of the night and then got to Ohio State. I mean, what's his name?
0: Changed. Who is the who is the linebacker that like Aaron Hernandez people? is a
1: tight end who murdered people. I mean, yeah.
0: yeah. Tight end? Yeah. Okay. The Pouncey I mean,
1: brothers were on that team. There were a lot of people who were uh, Yeah, I don't know there was a lot of sketchy things going around those Florida teams. And I don't think that sort of his coaching strategy or his, his moral conscience
0: really changed. Right. So that's not, so my takes not like the spiciest one, but I don't know. There'll be people like, I just, how about
1: Khalil Tate five touchdowns against Oregon state? What do you think about that?
0: Nah, I totally expect (laughs) that though. Like, <laughs> and you know what? Oregon State's been good for about thirty points every game. So, sneaky game to watch in the Pac twelve. Could that be a shootout. It could really be fun. Good. Um, okay. How about this? Florida gets embarrassed by Tennessee this week.
1: Ooh, the Volunteers. People,
0: yeah, the Volunteers. Volunteers surprisingly look good under Scott Pruitt, and Florida starts freaking out about um. Wow. Their new hire Dan Mullen. Yep. I'm gonna go with that one
1: it's it's been a minute since tennessee has been like since peyton manning right that was the last time tennessee yeah. was solid <laughs> mm-hmm. that's gotta be 25 years ago maybe not quite maybe just 20 20, 20. in 1998 He was around in 97 he was drafted yeah, in 98 yeah. 98 22 yep.
0: mm-hmm. not bad but yeah all that's right that's what i've got well that's look, look for it look for like headlines that could have been in the 90s this week <laughs> In terms of college football. Washington, Colorado, Michigan, Nebraska, Tennessee, Florida. Like just, just, it'll be there.
1: It's good. All right. Well, that's our podcast for this week. That's our pod. Thanks for for tuning in. And thanks as always to our sponsors.
0: Woo. At nobody. At nobody. (laughs) Yeah, have a good weekend. Go card. You can find our podcast hopefully soon on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. But
1: for now, I'm working on that.
0: SoundCloud. For now, it's on SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs>